You are now tuned in to 2020 Bible Stories with Shamika, your host and thought commentator, Felicia. Welcome back to 2020 Bible Stories. Last week's story was Noah and the Flood, where basically the Lord had decided to flood the earth and through Noah, he preserved life and started all over again and agreed to never curse the ground again because of humans, as he did with Abram. So, <clears throat> now, uh, God had told uh, Noah and his family to go and repopulate the earth. And today's story is Abraham, who was first Abram, a descendant of Noah's through his son, Shem. Okay, so Terah was Abram's father, and Terah had had three sons, Abram, Nahor, and Haran. Haran had died in Ur, his birthland, but he had had sons and daughters. And it only mentions one son and the two daughters and because they're involved in the story. So one of his sons' name is Lot and the two daughters are Milka and Iscah. So anyways, Tira and um, Abram and Lot and Sarai were uh, all with him. And he he died in Ur. Tira did. No, Tira died in Haram. I'm sorry, he died in Haram. He was on his way to Canaan, but he had settled there and he died. And basically now we're going to pick up from his son Abram. The Lord has said to Abram to leave his native country your relatives, your father, everybody, and go to the land that I'm going to show you because I'm going to make you into a great nation. I will bless you and make you famous and you will be a blessing to others. I will bless those who bless you and curse those that treat you with contempt. All the families on earth will be blessed through you. Abram was 75 years old when he had left Haran as the Lord commanded him. And he took his grandson and his wife, Sarai, with him, along with his livestock and all the people he had taken into his household in Haran. And he headed for the land of Canaan. When he got there, <clears throat> he set up camp. And uh, he had built the altar to the Lord. And the Lord had appeared to him and said that I will give this land to you and your descendants. And because the Lord had appeared to him, then he built the altar. I'm sorry, I put that in the wrong order. The Lord appeared to him when he got there. And when the Lord appeared to him and said, I'm giving you this land to you and your descendants, he built the altar and he worshiped the Lord. So then he traveled uh, to Bethel and Ai and camped in between there. And in between there, he had built another altar and he worshiped the Lord again. So he kept traveling in stages towards the Negev, but 
during that time, uh, a severe famine had broke out in the land of Canaan, forcing Abram to go to Egypt. So, on the way to uh, Egypt, they had, when they got to the border, Abram had told Sarai, because she was so beautiful, to tell them that you my sister. Because if you tell them you're my sister, they'll, you know, let me live because of my because of their interest in you. But if you tell them I'm your husband, they're going to kill me. So when they got there, just like he said, they noticed Sarai's beauty. And everybody just was mentioning how beautiful she was until they got to the Pharaoh. Then Pharaoh was the king. And he had heard about her and had taken her into his palace in his harem. So Pharaoh then had gave Abraham like mad gifts because of her like sheep and goats and cattles and donkeys and like was just giving them a bunch of stuff right. But the Lord had sent terrible plagues on Pharaoh because of her and after that had happened Pharaoh had called for Abram and was like, what have you done? Like, what you do to me? Like, look at us, the people, me and my household. Like, we all sick, like, got rashes. Come on now, like, what you do to us? Why would you tell us that this was your sister instead of your wife? So take her and y'all need to go. Y'all got to get up out of my country now. So Abram left Egypt after uh, Pharaoh had put him and Sarai out and he went back to the place where he had built the second altar and worshipped the Lord again in Canaan, in Canaan, I'm sorry, back, you know, towards Bethel because he was traveling in stages. So by this time, Abram was like mad rich, like livestock, silver, angel. He had all of it. And his grandson Lot did too. So basically, they was too rich to be living so close because the land couldn't support basically all of their livestock and them so close together. So with that happening, the herdsmen, you know, the people that tended to their land was like getting in the fight. And Abram was like, come on now, like, Let's not let this come between us or our herdsmen because, I mean, we family. So, basically, look. Look at the lands and see what you want. If you want to go to the right, we gonna, I'm going to go to the left. And if you want the left, I'm going to go to the right. So, Lai had looked out and he seen that basically that the, the Jordan Plains like was looking like almost like the Garden of Eden with all the water that it had flowing through. So he chose that side. And he went his way and Abram went his. So Abram, you know, eventually settled in the land of Canaan. And uh, basically everybody there was just like, I guess I'm going to say sinful. Like, they was like evil. I'll say evil. 
Like most of the people there was like real evil. But when he got there, um, the Lord had appeared to him again and he had told him like, look, as far as you can in every direction, like, cause I'm giving all this to you and your descendants as a permanent possession. All of this is for you. Look, literally just walk left, right, north, south, east, west. Walk as far as you can. Like all of this earth is going to be yours and your descendants. And you're going to have so many descendants that you can't count them. It's going to be like the dust of the earth. You ain't going to be able to count them. So Abram moved his camp to Hebron and he settled there and he built another altar to the Lord. So we going to end right there for today because the story of Abram is long. It's long. So we're going to go off of this part of his life. So, so far what I've said in the story is that his father Terah was headed to Canaan, but he stopped in Haran. And once in Haran, it's where Abraham was called at 75 to go to the land of Canaan. And then there, when he first got there, he had built an altar to the Lord. And then when he traveled to the second place, he built another altar and worshiped the Lord. And then he ended up being tested, being forced to leave Canaan to go to Egypt because of the famine. But when he get there, he tell everybody that Sarah is his sister. So he ended up being put out of Egypt, having to go back to Canaan, where him and his grandson end up separating because basically they were too rich to live so close together. So that's so far what we've discussed in a nutshell. So what are some of the things that I guess I want to say stuck out to you? The fact that he lied. He had to get Sarah to lie. Yeah, that's the one thing. Like he he just basically was for that I would say he was acting out of fear. Like oh shoot. He was acting out of fear instead of faith. Right. Like, like, yeah, sometimes right there that we get that F word kind of mixed up. Like, when we should be walking by faith and not by sight. Like, that's what we're doing. We're going by what we see. And what we see is if they see how beautiful you is, they're going to kill me. And I'm not trying to die. Right. That, and I would also say that, I mean, because he also knew the difference. Like he knew if I if as her brother, I'll basically receive honor. Like I won't be seen as someone who is a threat because as her brother, the Pharaoh can have her and take her freely into his harm, you know, and they good. But if I'm the husband then the only way he can get her is if I'm dead. 
but he still lied. He exactly, which I guess can like again that called people because again he had been called before that happened. So my thought is that yeah, people that have been called can be deceitful too. They got sin in them as well, like they not perfect. Because though he was called, he ended up lying. Like yeah, he ended up lying. Why he but, didn't ask the Lord for protection? And that's the, the like one of the takeaways, one of the gems that I talk about in the episode that you got to take away when, when again you should be walking by faith. I already told you that this is your land. Like I already told you that I I have you, but you're scared. And he tested him. Like he made him go to Egypt, essentially because of the famine. If there's famine, there's no food. And I got all these animals plus all these people. Like, I, I, I gotta have food. We gotta eat. So I'm forced to go to Egypt. So, if he sent you there, like, why wouldn't you think and why wouldn't you know he's gonna protect you when you were there? Like, why wouldn't he operate off of that faith? Why would he let fear kick in instead? Right. Like why we, when he why get there, he know he knew the set, like, you know, just as quick as God appeared, he could have been like, you know, Lord, please uh put blinders on or protect us or something like that. You know what I'm saying? That would have made more sense. That's what what we would do essentially again without twenty twenty vision, but yeah, he didn't have that. He didn't clearly he didn't have that. Because he acted out of fear instead. He was scared that they was going to kill him. And I'd much rather live to see the blessing that the Lord said he was going to give me than to die here because you're so cute. Right. And how old was Sarah? If he was 75, how old was she? I don't. I don't know. Because he's 75. But that is one of the things, again, that stuck out to me is just what you said at 75. But it stuck out for me is that at 75, he was told to leave everything. The land he grew up in for 70, like where he was, where he grew up, what he known, or everything he owned. He had to literally pick up and leave and drop everything. Yeah, I, I get that part. I mean, I could see him doing that, but I'm still stuck on the part where Sarah was beautiful and her husband is 75. So she beautiful at 75 too? Or 60? <laughs> I have no idea. Because again, these people live for 200 years. So, oh, I mean, again, not two, I'm not saying. I don't know again. I haven't got to that part because I, again, I don't want to tell everything. I don't want to give it before we get there, but I don't know how she oh, <laughs> she is right now, and she got to be good enough looking to where people would kill him for her. Yeah, that's what she I'm saying. So. All, she can't be all kind of seventy five, and those not even say all kind because again, we all black, so we be yeah. all right at around seventy five for the most part, some of us, but. If they're going to take I mean, her in a harem and kill him, 
and he's 75 and she looked beautiful. They're going to take her in the way. I mean, I understand back then that they lived for a long time and I guess they didn't, you know, they ate nuts and berries and the, I guess the real earth, earth good stuff. But I mean, I, yeah, I'm going to have to know how old Sir is. Exactly, the stuff he's supposed to be eating. Yeah, I don't know how old she is, but I guess big trees and all that. Uh huh. Yeah, lamb and goat. So yeah, yeah, I understand that they were preserved because some of us are preserved, but at the same time, it's the seventy-five-year-old man skin and the feral one. The feral got all types of women in there. And making part of her harm. How long is she gonna last? Is she a childbearing age? What? Yeah, no. Yeah, I'm gonna have to know. Sir, I did mean, that? Who? Yeah, she she sure did. Cause yeah, I went all the way in there. I wasn't even hardly thinking about none of that when I was going through the None of that crossed my mind. I can tell you that much right there. Yeah, cause if I'm about to die, cause my wife is so beautiful, and I'm 75, I'm like, yeah, like what happened? Shouldn't she be old with a scarf on like him walking? Yeah. I don't know. Because, again, we don't know how old Sarah is. Not right now. During this time, we don't say how old she is. I, and I'm well, Sarah Young. Don't says none of that anyway. She might be. She might be. But what I picked up from saying that 75 is that, again, how many people you know like is in a place and been in a place for that long and just hear a word and up and leave like that's what I'm saying like how many people like sometimes like it, it's for like I have to force you like how he did in Egypt I have to force you to move sometimes like cause I already told you what I wanted you to do I mean if the, that type of voice just like the voice you know just like he uh came to Noah and Noah did what he said no explanations he just did he built the boat the ark so he I mean, did, but I think they were fairly young when that happened, though. That's what I'm saying. Like, well, by this happened? time, they weren't living that long when the flood happened. Like again, because they lived for 900 years. Like that's what I'm saying. So at 300, that's young technically. If you living for 900 years, you get what I'm saying. Like that's what I'm saying. Well, he's 75 and he's young, so it shouldn't have hurt him to move the move from place to place. Because if, if no, I don't think it hurt him to move from place to place. I just think that that's a symbolism of when somebody gets in a place that they've been in for so long that they get comfortable that they don't move when they told to move, and then you end up being forced. Yeah, but that's. That's this one. This is probably like a but whole different. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's yeah. a whole different time. Forcing him to move was more so a test of his faithfulness. I Absolutely. feel like again that more so was the part of, like I said, of having to be in the place when that's how most people live. Where you know, it's like I live here all my life. I ain't about to go nowhere. Like that's what I need for them type of people. And it's like you miss your blessing because of that. Like, had he not moved when he was told to move and go to the land? Because, I mean, again, think about it. His father was headed to Canaan. Like, why did his father stop? Yeah. Like, what made him stop when he was headed there? 
And ultimately, but it might God's not have been for him to be there. It might not meant for him to be there, but it could have been that you got to be patient and you got to do like my word and my will during these times. Like right now, yeah, you got a lot of stuff. You have a lot of stuff, but you that's not the blessing. Like that's not what it is. Like that's not the the cherry on top. Like you don't even know what it is that I have in store for you. Yeah, you got all this livestock and silver and gold. But I'm about to make you like you the father of a nation that I'm choosing for my own. Right. Like, I'm choosing you to do this. So that's what I'm saying as far as and that's another thing, like when they say in this how he moved in stages, like again, like life goes through stages. That's another like again, when you go from infancy to a child to a preteen to the teenager, and like you gotta go through the stages, and he had to go through them stages before he got to where the Lord said he needed for him to be. And even when he got there again, he tested him to see if he would leave. To go to another place and I'm going to put you in temporarily until I think again you might be ready to come back here. Because him lying and being deceitful shows he's not all the way ready like to me. Because if he was all the way ready like if his faith was that strong he wouldn't have lied. He didn't done everything else the Lord told him to do with, without flinching. Like, is it okay because the Lord came to you in those moments, in those dreams, in those visions, or however it was when the Lord came and said what he said to you, that that made it affirming to do what it is that he said to do? And because he wasn't physically, like, I guess, shown up or shown throughout through that moment that you didn't, you know feel like I need to operate on his word right now or what he told me. That's one thing I took from that. Well, you got a whole lot. I'm still on, sir. I want to know when they get there. I want to know how old she is. That's what I want to know. Then I'll be satisfied. Well, I understand all that. Well, you know, because as far as that, my question was like, why he didn't take the other son? They did mention he had another son. Why he didn't take? And I'm sure he probably had other children too. So why he only take Lot and Abram and Sarah? Like why he didn't take his other family? Because I don't know. I ain't even thought about that. I mean, that just the fact question. that he got to he got to get up. You know, he got to go for he he has to move from place to place and each time he builds an altar at each place. But they didn't do that with when the father Tira was alive. That was after the father died. The God didn't come to Abram to tell him to move to Canaan until after his father died. He was still in Haran. So like I guess for me, like he was probably cool. Because like I said, he had he, he was rich in Haran. He had gained the stuff. So well, why did he wait till his father died? Why he? Why do you think he waited till the father died to move Abram? 
because you probably felt like, all right, now, like, cause you really don't have no reason to be here. Like, I probably didn't want you to be here in the first place. Like, I probably, you know, set you here for a moment, but now it's time for you to go because I guess, again, had I not come to you through this vision, you would have stayed here not knowing what my plan was. And I need my plan to, to come through, so I got to show you. So I'll, that's a good question to ask. Why wait until Tira had passed away, until he appeared to him? But I don't know if that's, if that's when he said he, he came after the father died. Well, another thing I guess I could think of is, like I said, is that it, it was God's will for Abram to end up in Canaan. Like, regardless of the fact that his father had stopped in Haran. I mean, because it could have been like a health thing. Like, maybe he couldn't travel no more. You get what I'm saying? Maybe it was like we was here because his father was sick. He couldn't travel no more. And now that his father passed away, okay, like, you probably mourned your time. It's over with. Now it's time to, to work my plan. My plan is it's time to to come to fruition. So he traveled again down there in stages, just like this happened in stages. He didn't get all this in at one time. And yeah, he lied to the Pharaoh, but I feel like at the same time that was like like him getting more stuff, like getting more rich. Like, because again, what he had already had livestock and all that stuff so by the time he got there and the pharaoh giving her you know because who knows how long he had her before you know because you know see how much stuff he actually gave him how so much what my thought, he actually made him so my thought process is that's his sister so any man in there could have even the pharaoh could have taken her if they or taken her as far as uh, uh, you know, whatever they wanted to do because they like, that's your sister. We ain't doing nothing wrong. So did she have to go with the furrow to get these riches or was just given to him because that's his, that was supposed to be his sister. He had a beautiful sister and they gave him riches because he was protecting his beautiful sister. Not because he was protecting them, but because again, he received honor as basically being her brother. Like because she's so beautiful and basically she like she's bringing me money like essentially because of how beautiful she is like i'm i'm getting things because of her and so because abram was her a pimp. Brother, that's almost like i mean i ain't gonna say no abram wasn't no pimp that's what it sounded like to me he pimped his he pimped his <laughs> wife out he didn't pimp her out essentially. I mean, in the sense, yeah, it could sound like that because, again, he did get rich off of giving her to him. But, again, it's not like he just took her, like, for a prostitute. And, like, again, that's what it sounds like. But he had to take her as a wife in order to, you know, that's what I'm saying, in order to, to have sex with her. Because that's essentially when you're committing to sin. Taking her Absolutely. is one thing. So Sleeping with her is something else. So, so did she, she commit a sin? So did he? So so listen. Did she commit the sin? Because she's getting these gifts and going along with the fact that he she supposed to be the sister instead of the wife. 
So she get but, money pretending. That's a question, though. I don't know if she get money. I know again she's living in his house, so she probably again is receiving the lifestyle that he has his concubines living. But it Pharaoh, says right? Abram was receiving the gifts. Yeah, Pharaoh. It says that Abram was receiving the gifts. I don't know about Sarah. As far as Sarah, I know she could probably be miserable. She could have probably never wanted to go through with this. But again, because of Adam, the the, her, the husband is to rule over her. Eight, hey, no, Adam and Eve. When she said, again, okay. you want to want to control your husband, but he's to control you, like that's what I'm saying. Like, he control, like, essentially, he, he, this is, this is what he wants, this is how he said he want to go about it. I gotta go with it, is what I'm saying. She probably don't want to do none of this. She probably, absolutely, so it sounds like he a pimp to me. Well, that's how it's told. <laughs> and I feel like that part was to show that even though that, yeah, he he might have been called to be this great nation, he he know he still don't fall from sin. Like he's not free from sin. He's not free to not commit it. Like it's still there to to lie. I guess to again to essentially get what you want. So, I mean, okay. I feel like he. I mean, yeah, but it's. A, I feel like it's a way of saying how he did it backwards. Like you get what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Like, I know what you're uh, saying, and I know what the content meant. But all I'm saying, as we we're talking about it and listening to it. That's how it's. That's how my mind is saying. Basically, I'm the sister. So now, to the luxury, the furrow is the only one that can afford my beauty. I don't went past the gods, the other people, the bishops, the pastors, the clergymen, whoever else, the mayor, and went straight to the furrow. And now he's giving my husband, husband brother, gifts for my beauty. And now I'm richer than I, just as rich as I was when I came in here. And Sarah. <laughs> brother working. Yes, I didn't. Again, that is in the story, but we haven't gotten to that part. That, yeah, Abram is technically her half brother. So by saying you're my sister, he technically isn't true. I mean, tech, that's why I'm saying technically. So he's telling the half truth. Because technically he didn't lie. But that's his half sister. Well, do tell. We here now. You don't put me there. How was that? <laughs> Absolutely not. I will not, because again, this story is already long. And to get so now there, they have incest and pe- so he's not only committing incest; he's pimping her out at the same time. Abraham got again, a lot of gifts to be uh, on the wrong to side. Repopulate the earth, yes, incest. But you gotta realize. The bloodline. Well, that's why he she younger than him. The bloodline back then was pure. It's not like now if you have sex with your relative, they're gonna come out with deformities and stuff. The bloodline back then was pure, so that wasn't going on, it wasn't happening. Because again, the Lord knew 
I don't have no choice. These are the two people that I chose. I didn't make a hundred different people and put them all on here. Like I made these two. And again, so now, I go back to say if they let if he told Cain to walk the earth and ain't nobody gonna kill him. If they was the only two, then where did the other people come from that was gonna try to kill him? That is yes, as I already said, that is technically a good question. But at the same time, we don't know the time span he means. He could mean that I'm probably to live another 300 years from now. And in 300 years from now, I mean, well, yeah, 300 years from now, if somebody finds me, they could kill me because, again, I'm still homeless. I've been homeless for 300 years. So he could have been speaking into the future. Or again, he could have been speaking in the, the now, in that present moment. If somebody fired me, somebody gonna kill me. Like that's not gonna work for me being banished and not being me. Like, well, I'm gonna, look, I'm gonna look at the future part because again, my mind is that if it's just him and he a nomad, he roaming the earth, you know, alone, then yeah, he had to wait for them to populate some more so he could come back and murder his sister like he did. But I'm gonna go back to Abram. Like I said, you said it's the half brother, they half brothers and sisters. So yeah, technically okay. he did lie. Uh, but he said what well, he I mean. But in this moment, and that's what I'm saying, in this moment of the story that isn't mentioned. That's why I didn't mention it, but you kept saying brother husband. Her brother husband is pimping her out. Her brother husband right. is pimping her right. out. Right. He's still pimping her out as a brother, as a technical brother husband, like Uncle Daddy, brother husband. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So uh, that was funny. (laughs) I just feel like (laughs) that that just symbolized again that moment of how he didn't show faith, how he reacted out of fear instead of faith like that's what i feel like that moment symbolized because it don't mention that technically absolutely but he still had the idea when he got there he assessed the situation so once he assessed the situation he knew what he had he he went into because as i stated the land was inhabited by canaanites like if you know canaan like canaan was cursed. Uh-huh. Like, okay. So, Noah, of course, like I said, had three sons, Shem, Ham, and Japheth. So, one, one, after the flood, Noah had a vineyard and got drunk off his own wine and was naked in his tent. And Ham found out about it. Ham went and saw that he was naked and he went there and he went and he told his brother Shem and Japheth that yeah like father in there uh-huh all right yeah. so, <laughs> so <laughs> who was naked in the tent Noah was after the flood naked no naked Noah had a vengeance and he got drunk off the wine from his own vineyard. And his son Ham had found them in the tent naked because they lived in tents. So he went and he told his two brothers, Shem and Japheth, 
that their father was in there naked and he drunk. So basically, he was making fun of his father. He was mocking his father over there. So when Noah had woke up and found out what Ham had did, which is the one who went in the scene, he was naked and mocked and told his brothers, he cursed Canaan, who is his son. So... Wait a minute. Ham found him and he cursed Canaan? He cursed Canaan, yes. He cursed his son. He didn't curse. He did not curse him. He cursed his son. And again, his name is Canaan. So naturally, if they're headed to the land of Canaan, and that's how most of the land come about, is from the people that were born, and they named these places after them. If he cursed this man to basically serve his brothers, because that's what, what he cursed them with, that basically, yeah, you're going to serve your brothers for the rest of life. You're not going to be nothing. Well, that we should have went over that before we got to this part. I mean, that's a, like a part of the story, but I mean, not that's not a part of the story. That's a part of Noah's story, and that's yeah. I need to know that part. Oh, I didn't know that that was a part that needed to be had because I feel like that was just more again. That's like a story to show that again, people not can't not avoid sin, like. Him getting drunk is basically ungodly. Like that's you so you can drink, but you're not supposed to get drink to get drunk. Like you're not supposed to drink to get drunk. Wait, so wait, wait. I'm still on I'm still on the part where I, one brother found him and told the other brothers, but he cursed the other bro, he cursed the other son. Like how does that work? I'm confused. He didn't, what you mean? He didn't curse the other son. He cursed his son's son. He cursed his grandson. He cursed Oh, Hayden. okay, okay. Yeah, okay. Cursed, no, he didn't have another son. His sons, like us, were Shem, Ham, and Japheth. So, who found and him he naked? Cursed, Ham found him naked, which is why he cursed Ham's son, Canaan. Oh, okay. I get it now. Okay. And that's why I'm saying. So, why was he were, mad because they found him naked? What was that about? It wasn't the fact that he found him naked, it was the fact that he mocked him. Like instead, what he essentially could have done is when he found his father in there, he could have covered him up and that could have been the end of that. You know what I'm saying? He didn't have to go tell his brothers what happened to end up having his brothers go and cover his father up. You was just in there. You saw he was naked. Why you didn't cover him up? Why is you out here making for light? That's essentially that's your father and making fun of him is essentially that's sinful. You're not supposed to make, like, again, that's your parent, essentially. So you're supposed to respect them, not make fun of them. Oh, he got okay. drunk, so what? It ain't like he, you get what I'm saying? It ain't like he did nothing that bad. He got drunk. He probably had a little too much, had some fun, was enjoying himself, and he got a little too bad. And you out here mocking him because what? What did you go oh, okay. tell these people? Oh, okay. Like, essentially, that's what I feel like that story is, like, you got to show respect. Like, that's your father. And essentially, sinning against him was almost like sinning against God. Like, oh, okay. Well, go ahead on with uh, Brother Abram. Tune in next week for the continuation of Abram. That concludes this episode of 2020 Bible Story with Shamika and Felicia. We'd like to thank you again for listening and showing your support of us as we venture through the stories of the Bible. Tune in next week for a new story. 
And don't hesitate to reach out to us at 2020BibleStories at gmail.com with your takeaways, thoughts, comments, and requests. And you can listen to our podcast on Spotify, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, Google Podcasts, and Breaker.